Hey, Sora, stop talking. Talk about noise. a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast that finished recapping Kingdom Hearts and is now doing The World Ends With You because fuck it. My name is Joe. I'm joined as always by Wheels. What's up, Wheels? Not a ton. I am excited that we get to take our podcast in a new exciting direction this week. Because of the nature of the events of the day, we're kind of going to make a true crime podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Ugh. So so we can talk about... um. The DNA evidence, uh-huh. uh, something, something jurisdiction, something, something. It's just impossible to get appeals from the, from the Best Buy to the other place in, in the 12 minutes. <laughs> I, I mean, the year was 2000 something. You think cell towers are gonna. God, there's so much in that podcast. Of, we're talking about cereal. There's so much in that podcast that's like cell towers pinging other cell towers <laughs> and it felt so compelling in the moment when it's, we were yeah, listening to it that's that's the thing it's like how the the minutia that is just like somehow so engaging <laughs> the best buy parking lot <laughs> i mean i remembered it off the dome i fucking referenced there's like, it there's like a there's like a a trek through a park where I think they just walk around and they find like a beer bottle or something, <laughs> and it's super important. Uh huh. God. Anyway, welcome to day four of week two. We start with Neku and Joshua saying nothing. Incredible. Uh, until Neku says, Yes, I win. Joshua says, This isn't fair, Neku. When did you suddenly become a tin pin expert? Why should I answer that? How about because I'm asking you? Have you been secretly training? Maybe. Look, a win's a win. That means we wait another hour for the mission. <sighs> Neku, cut me a little slack. Not happening. I won. Therefore, we wait. Ugh, fine. But this is a huge waste of time. Then his phone rings, and he says, hello. Neku thinks, this is getting to him. Keep it up, and he's bound to crack. Neku thinks, I wonder what cell tower he's pinging. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we could get to the Shadow Ramen parking lot in time. <laughs> so we get a cutscene uh, as this script again names the de- Dead God's Pad, which is... Just to say where uh, Kitaniji hangs out, and uh, where Megumi Kitaniji and what's uh, Kanishi, I don't remember her other name, but where those two people hang out. The Reaper leaders. Where these cutscenes happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> Konishi is Villain there. Villain cutscenes. Yes, true. Well, there's either that or they're on top of buildings, if it's the two Reapers that ma- that manage a Hot Topic together. They're like the street-level villains, which are... Uh, Kingpin. K- K- Kiryu and... Uzuki. Uh, yeah, Uzuki. <laughs> uh, and, then they're, which, and then there are these two, which are like definitely... Ultron. Higher level. Uh, these are like their bosses. Mm-hmm. Kanishi and Megumi. Anyway, Kanishi's the kind of the glasses wearing woman with the blonde hair. She says, I guess the way that this scene plays out, maybe she's like his assistant, I guess, or at least she reports to him. She says, Today, 14 players were erased, sir. Megumi says, Leave it to a genius. At this rate, the game won't last a week. About that, sir. No missions have been issued in the last two days. None? None, sir. Nevertheless, players have been disappearing at a startling rate. And Minamoto? AWOL. He broke off contact yesterday. Our Game Master's gone missing. His so-called works of art have been sighted around the UG. Thus, I suspect he's still in the area. Then let's leave him be for now. So, this pause, I hadn't considered that his junk piles were only in the UG. I guess I hadn't either. You can just walk through them. In the, in, in the game. But I guess uh-huh. I never really considered the implications. So, there is... I don't know why I care about this, but here I am. I mean, we, he are, this junk? we are 12 episodes deep in a podcast on The World Ends With You because we ran out of Kingdom Hearts. 
where's this junk coming from? Is this is this junk that he's taking from the real world and I mean, like disappearing by taking it to the UG? And in that case, we should all be using the UG as like just a place to dump our trash because it doesn't affect anyone. That seems unethical. Be- Why? <laughs> I mean, it affects the ghosts of children. They already died. Fuck them. <laughs> all right. And See, does it? It affects them for a week. I don't know. You live a week through Trash World. Here's, here's like, think of it this way. I've seen Elmo you, and Grouch land. There are consequences to these actions. You, you're, think of it this way. You, everyone, uh, presume everyone gets entry into the game with the Reapers game, which doesn't seem like the case, but presume everyone's got a shot. That means at maximum, they're, everyone's going to spend one week. Yes, spend And... <laughs> In the UG, in Trash World. Uh-huh. But the reward they get for that, for, for, for agreeing to that price in the future, the reward they get is a lifetime of never having to deal with garbage and so much infrastructure we don't have to pay for uh, as, like, this huge burden on society that is getting rid of waste. We're, we fucking, when you recycle something, it goes on a boat and sails all the way to another continent where someone makes it into another thing. That's a lot of steps. Whereas we could just poof it away into the UG, and then everyone has some really stinky days after they die, and it's fine. Mandy Patinkin was in that movie, Elmo and Grouchland. Oh, really? He was the, he's the bad guy. He does a song and dance huh. with a little bug friend who turns face huh. in the movie. Spoilers. Oh, nice. Good for bug friend. It's a good movie. Is it a bug or we? is it a rat? I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. It's fucked up. It's good. Five stars. Maybe on that's why. Maybe that. Maybe that's the difference between you and <laughs> classic film. Anyways, I don't know if I agree with your stinky ghost plan. Kanishi says his so-called works of art have been cited around the UG. Thus, I suspect he's still in the area. Megumi says, "Then let's leave him be for now." Meaning you won't require an inquiry into Minamoto's activities? Correct. He's not a social animal. Give the man some space. Understood. As you wish, Mr. Kidoniji. Any other problems? Several Reapers were attacked on Route 5, sir. We suspect taboo noise. Taboo noise. How does this affect our manpower? How does this affect the- my manhood? <laughs> the losses are within tolerances. <laughs> The losses are within tolerances. I've already said about identifying and locating the perpetrators. Very good. So the noise explained the dwindling player count. Yes, sir. I'm looking into any correlations between the two incidents now. So does it explain it or not? <laughs> I, think, I think it is a possible explanation. I think that's what they're getting at. Okay. Because he, he's like, so that explains it. And she's like, yeah. I I'll mean, look I'm looking. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find out. Megumi says, perfect. I expect no less. I leave it to you, Konishi. Understood, sir. Then he leaves. She continues, uh, well, she's thinking. And her brain, which is weird her brain that we continues. See her thoughts. She thinks, show Minamoto, a true genius, youngest reaper, of, youngest reaper officer in history. Tactics, intel, willpower, decisiveness, performance. His numbers are just short of Mr. Kidaniji, except for cooperation. A whopping zero. I'll admit he has talent, but his quirks are beyond control. What is he after? My analysis suggests... And we cut away from her. His own original Back. sci-fi film starring George Clooney. What? Making a joke about Brad Bird, the director of Tomorrowland. Because <laughs> he is uh-huh. <laughs> tradi- How does that connect? Tra- traditionally difficult to work with, despite being very good at what he does. Oh, <laughs> thanks for connecting those lines for me. I would not have fucking got there. Do you know Brad Bird turned down Star Wars to make that yes! flick? And you know what? The worst part of that fucking story is he was like, I, I, I'd rather do Tomorrowland than Star Wars, but this guy Colin Trevorrow, <laughs> he reminds me of myself at his age. And then they were like, fuck Colin Trevorrow. I saw Jurassic World. Brad Bird recommended him? That's the, that's the story I've heard, yes, to Kathleen That's Kennedy. amazing. He does some, he's done some great things with some dinos before. But not women. <laughs> Uh-huh. I have never seen... I don't think I've ever seen a Colin Trevorrow joint. Um, <laughs> Colin Trevorrowland. Fuck. Anyway, we go back to Neku and Joshua. They're at the Scramble Crossing, and Joshua says... Uh, he's on the phone, and he says, How can you be busy, Mr. H? Your cafe is always empty. Fine, fine. Sorry. Later. Ugh. Neku thinks, 15 minutes and counting. 
any minute now, he'll... Say, Naku, would you do me one teensy favor? Naku's thoughts continue. Bingo. And how to beat him to the punch. Then he says out loud, If this is about the weight, I'm not listening. Fine. What about a trade? Neku thinks right on cue and then says, Okay, answer my question and I'll go with you. You've twisted my arm. Go on, shoot. And then Neku pulls out a gun and shoots Joshua. <laughs> well, well, um, roll reversal. Uh, yeah, you're <laughs> Neku says, What are you after? You're curious. If you don't feel like talking, we can wait. <laughs> it's nothing major. I'm going to Jack Shibuya. <laughs> I know what that means, and I still feel like my reflex is to say, what does I'm that gonna mean? Help my, I'm going to help my uncle jack off a of Shibuya. <laughs> Neku says, right, how about a real answer? That was a real answer. What? How do you jack a town? That's why I'm looking for the Shibuya River. What Shibuya River? My turn to ask a question. Do you really want a second chance? Huh? What's waiting for you in the RG? You're as alone there as here. What's the difference? Well, technically, the person he'd have to win for the person he gives a shit about to be there. Uh, Neku doesn't say anything to that. Eh, you don't have to answer. I don't really care. Now, let's get started. How's our signal today? Hmm. It's coming from out past Shibu Q heads. That puts us over near... Neku cuts him off by saying, Udagawa? Oh, right. You know the city well, Neku. Shibuya born and raised. My, my. It's coming from Udagawa, right? Let's go. Huh? Well, this is new. Someone's an eager beaver today. Neku thinks to himself, the Udagawa district, same place I saw in your head, along with me lying dead on the ground. How'd I die? And who the hell are you? I might find some answers there. On your you way You get a past... sexy plus pin. Huh? That's how you get past one of the reaper walls, is you get a pin called sexy plus. Nice. Sexy plus pin. Then you get past another reaper by fighting a lot of noise. Great. Then you get... To Tipsy Toes Hall. And that's where a weird diversion happens for the whole day. Yeah, this takes like the whole day. Uh, Joshua gets the, uh, you and Joshua get there and Joshua sees some folks ahead and says, hmm, Reaper alert. And then, uh, so this, there's some characters we're going to learn their names in a minute. There's a red hoodie Reaper named Tinho and a black hoodie Reaper named BJ and our old friend Triple Seven. Because the, the, the other two are his bandmates. They're in a band. Can we assume that BJ is the Black Hoodie Reaper that makes you buy a CD earlier in the game? <laughs> sure. All right, that's my headcanon. Oh, what if he was buying the CD for his, his crush? Well, it didn't work out very well, so F in the chat. Rip. F in the chat for BJ. It's a spoiler. Uh, we'll, we'll get there if you're confused. I already just, I spoiled something like a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, something really fucking big. It's whatever. You'll find out later in this episode. How old is this game? Old enough? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tenho, the Red Hoodie Reaper, says, let's just report it to the police. At the end of the sixth sense, <laughs> Sora was dead the whole uh. time. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua killed Laura Palmer. Ugh. <laughs> 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 oh. All media is the same. Triple <laughs> Seven says, um, hello, we're metal and reapers. No way. We'd lose all our cred. That's amazing. He's right. I can't go to the, I can't go to the pigs, man. I'm metal. <laughs> I'm too much. I mean, and he's I'm absolutely dead right. A little bit. Uh, BJ says, like, you have any after boning this up? Joshua says, sounds like an argument. Neku says, sounds like trouble we don't need. Let's ignore him. You do not have the choice to ignore them. Yeah, because Triple Seven, when you try to, Triple Seven says, hey, hold up, you two. I just walked over to him and talked to him. And, and then he says his shit. And if you say, no, I don't want to help you, he's like, too bad. I put a wall up. Fuck you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I guess we can start with when you when you say, let me know. Or when he asks if you want to know what's on his mind and you say, yes, Triple Seven says, you'll hear me out. Rock. He just announces rock. And I thought he was metal. Joshua says, ahem, we're booked. Right, Neku? Sorry, but we have somewhere to be. Neku says, right, Udagawa. Triple Seven says, what? Yo, Tenho. And then Tenho puts up a wall. Uh, Neku says, a wall? Hey. And Triple Seven says, you want to get through here? Help us out. Joshua says, thrusting your person problems on players? How very professional. Was he trying to be alliterative there? Because he succeeded. It worked. I was thinking that too. Neku says, so what's the deal? 
and this is when it all starts to unravel. Triple mm-hmm. Seven says, Long story short, our band's microphone has gone missing. Happened around two yesterday. Had a little gig at Molko, right? Even unveiled a new track. Should have been no problem. But the show ends. We split for the day. I let our stuff out of my sight for one minute tops. I get back and the mic's gone. BJ says, yeah, says you. You probably just left it someplace. I'm telling you, BJ, it was stolen. Thing is, oh wait, what's their band's name again? Def March? I think there's like an umlaut over this E, but it's not in the script. That thing is Def March's heart and soul. I wouldn't just lose it. Somebody took it. BJ says, who the hell would want a mic with wings? There's a long silence where Triple Seven doesn't admit that he is the one who wants the mic with wings. What? Hey, you lost it. Ugh, fine. Let's just split up and look for it, okay? Uh, I think I think when they're saying when he when Triple Seven says nothing, it's not that he's, or rather when BJ says who would want a mic with wings. I don't think it's BJ saying mics with wings are dumb. I think he's saying like who would take who it? would want who would want a mic with our bands. Who would want to sing with a mic with our band's logo it's metal on as it, fuck. I can think of like six bands that sound yeah. the same and would love that shit. I heard them all on the fucking radio at the bowling alley last night. <laughs> oh, you went down to, to Ipsy Bowl? No. Oh, wait, that's in, yeah, that's in Ypsilanti. What's, what fucking, what's in Grand Rapids? Um, There's a couple in Grand Rapids. Yeah. I just went to the one nearest us, but I, there was a point, I went with Chris and Chris was like, who is this? And I was like, I don't know, Seether the Third. <laughs> theory of a dead man too <laughs> and they would and i'm what i'm saying is they would all have the the, the wings on the mm-hmm. microphone i think uh, the, the black bill brides might actually just have that for real triple seven says fine we'll just split up and look for it okay the necku thinks to himself why are we looking for your junk bj says screw that man you lost it you find it i'm out of here oh tenho this your phone bro tenho says oh snap found it lying around Thanks, man. I was wigging out trying to find it. Where was it? Uh, in the, uh, I mean, uh, Spain Hill. Tenho says nothing. I'm heading back to A East. Later. Tenho says, I'll go look around Molko again. BJ's not suspicious at all about that phone no. and where he found it. No, not at all. Triple Seven says, thanks. Neku says, I still don't see how this is our problem. Triple Seven says, ah, come on, look. I'll pay you. Help us out. No way. We're... Here, let me pay you before I forget. And he gives you 30,005 yen. You can start asking him questions about the situation. And Naku says, describe the stolen microphone. Triple Seven says, it's a stand mic with black wings. Black wings? Yeah, it's the band symbol. Who'd want a bat mic? I can think of one guy. Batman. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Really? Who? Freaking BJ. BJ. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking Neku voice. BJ? <laughs> Guy in the black hoodie? He was just here. Been whining about wanting to do the vocals. We had it out over that yesterday. Said he wanted his share of the glory. The mic went missing right after that. Neku says, wait, he stole it because he wanted to be a vocalist? That makes no sense. You ask about the theft. And Neku asks, what happened when the mic was taken? Triple Seven says, I actually didn't tell the other guys, but just before it disappeared, I got a call. Phone call? Yeah. Thinking back now, it was pretty shady. Why was the call shady? They didn't give me their name, just meet me at Kadoi City. We need to talk. Any guesses? Not really. Caller ID said it was a public phone. Sounded like an affected voice, too. So, did you go? Yeah, but nobody was there. When I got back to Mole Call, the mic was gone. That is shady. So someone- oh, Joshua says this. Joshua says, So someone called you to called to lure you away, and you think the Reaper in black you were fighting with? BJ was it? You suspect him? Triple Seven says, much as I hate to consider it. And then you leave because you have no more questions. Triple Seven says, well, good luck, guys. I'll be right here. Neku thinks, ugh, what a pain, and then says to Joshua, so, what now? Joshua says, well, it's obvious, isn't it? We investigate the crime scene and question the people involved. What? Have you done this before? So we gotta go to Molko and the two bandmates. Let's get started. And All right, you do it. You go to Spain Hill, Joshua says... Mm-hmm. Isn't that... This is not the order I did it in. It probably yeah, would have made more sense if I did it in this order. There are other, way- yeah, there are way- other ways you can do it. Yeah. Uh, Joshua spots Tenho and says, hmm, isn't that... Neku says, let's see what he has to say. 
Uh, you do. Joshua asks Tenho, any luck finding the mic? Tenho says, nothing. I'd like to ask you a few questions. Tenho says, sure, whatever. Triple Seven said the mic was the band's soul. What makes it so special? It just is. Back when we were still busking on the streets, we all had pulled our money to buy it. It's a symbol of our bond as a band, as friends. I stuck wings on it to remind us of that. Got us through some rough times. I see. But lately, Triple Seven and BJ have been fighting over who gets to sing, over who has rights to the mic. Talk about irony. You must be happy, then. The object dividing them is out of the picture. Yeah. But 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 not that happy. I just... Ugh, never mind. Where were you yesterday at 2 p.m.? Uh, there's like a big exclamation point on the screen. And then Tino says, right here. Uh, Naku thinks, are you asking us or telling us? And Joshua says, ah, yes, BJ said he found your phone on Spain Hill. Yeah, must have dropped it here. Well, I don't see our mic here. I'm going to go back to wait with Triple Seven. You've been very helpful. Great. Then you go to Molko, and Naku says, you said the mic was missing at Molko, right? And Joshua says, look, a phone booth. Naku says, oh, right, Triple Seven said the call came from a payphone. Then let's... But before you can go to the payphone, you are approached by our friends that won the Tin Pin Slam off, Now and Soda, who also had felt for the one guy's fake grandpa. Oh yeah, I forgot about Makoto's fake grandpa. <laughs> now says, hey there, aren't you like players? Joshua says, and you two are, ah yes, the winners of the Slam off. You like remember us? Super yay! Neku says, you need something? So like... I'm always with the same guy, and I wanted to talk to somebody else for a change, and most folks can't, like, see us, so... Soda says, what are your names? Joshua says, I'm Joshua. This is Neku. Soda says, nice meeting you, Neku. J-Dog, I'm Soda. The cute ones now. Now says, call me now now for short, Kate. That's maybe my God, favorite joke her. in this whole game. <laughs> She's so fucking funny. Neku says, uh, sure. Soda says, hey, did you guys know? No missions to yesterday or today, but players are still getting wiped out. Neki says, wiped out? Now says, you should be careful, Neki. Neki? We saw some real scary noise before. We ran like bunnies. You should, like, totally run if you see him. Soda says, let's all stay sharp and get through this together, huh? Neki says, uh, yeah. Joshua says, hmm, didn't you know? Hey, man, don't... Even if multiple players survive, this is Joshua again, only so many get to come back to life. Now says, what? I'm like, uncool? The other players aren't your friends. They're your competition. That goes for partners, too. No way. If, like, two people survive and only one gets to go back, what happens to the other one? They play again. Same as Neki here. Neku says nothing and then now says, whoa, like, this is your second time? Neku pauses for a bit and then says, yeah. Then your partner made it back. No, she didn't. Huh? I don't get it. She was taken as my entry fee. No way, that's like super cruel. Chose to play again and she... It's my fault she didn't make it. Soda cuts him off and says, no worries, man. Huh? She was your entry free, yeah? That means you really care about her. No reason to feel guilty but for that. Now says, yeah, it's like totally not your fault. I'd gladly be Soda's entry fee if it gave him another chance. It's not your fault that you care about someone. The game is just yeah. manipulative. Yeah. Not your fault the system is bad. Soda says... And I'd play the game a million times for now. Whatever it takes to get us back to the RG, dog. Neku says, you don't think I'm to blame? Forget blame, man. Plus, I don't care if only one of us gets a second chance. I still ain't sniping any other players. Now says, yeah, like, fighting so isn't the answer. We all want to be alive again. Nobody deserves it most, right? I want you to win too, Neki. So, like, this is for you? Such a good, like, <laughs> shift to a non-sequitur at the end. Mm -hmm. Uh, you get a pen... Neku says, a pin. Yeah, we, like, won it at the slam-off, and now it's yours. Yay! You sure? Soda says, we couldn't use it. Not that we're dumping our trash on you, but... Anyway, give it a try. Neku says, thanks. You should probably move on, yeah. Now says, be safe, Neki. Bye, Josh, Josh. Like, see you later? They leave, and Joshua says, they were charming. And Neku repeats, nobody deserves it most. Hmm? Neku thinks to himself, it's true. Everybody's got their own deal, their own dreams. None of them outweighs the next. And then he says out loud, Shibuya's full of all kinds of folks, huh? <laughs> Talk about your non-sequiturs. Sorry. So how about we check that phone? You go to the phone booth, and Joshua says, Hmm, no microphones here. Thank you, Captain Obvious. 
I feel like that might be the joke that dates this game the mm-hmm. most. Uh, Neku says, Triple Seven said the call came from a payphone. Is this the one? This looks like a job for my phone. Huh? What, the tracker? No, the other new feature. What other new feature? The camera. Don't most phones already have a camera? <laughs> Watch and learn. I simply set the time to yesterday, and... Joshua takes a photo of the, of the phone booth, but it has a timestamp on it that says 1.45 p.m. Naku says, watch and learn what? It's a photo. Hmm, let's try a different time. He does it again, and the time this time says 1.55 p.m., and then in the photo is the microphone! As well as another object that's kind of hard to discern. A Nintendo DS! Yeah. Naku says, ah, the mic! So it was right here at this time yesterday. What the heck? How did your phone... Weren't you listening to Mr. H? He added a couple of new features. One's the tracker. The other one's this camera. It takes photos of the past. Holy... And then Neku thinks, that's Mr. H's work? The hell is he? And then he says out loud, so you could shift the time later to see you took it? Let's try. Takes another picture at 2.02 p.m. And in this photo, you see BJ, a megaphone, the object... That was unidentifiable is now in BJ's hands. The Nintendo DS. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's walking out of the phone booth, and Naku says, that's BJ, right? And the mic's gone. Joshua says, hmm, very suspicious. Let's take one more, uh, just to be sure. Joshua says, can't. Huh? There's a three-shot-per-day limit. What? Why? Oh, it's weirdly convenient for the <laughs> plot, you know? <laughs> Joshua says, I mean, Joshua just la- hates a lampshade on it. Yeah, he's line. like, I don't know. Ask Mr. H. Um, I didn't make the damn thing. Neku thinks suddenly it's a lot less impressive and says, then we use mine. Huh? Joshua says something wrong. My phone has no camera. Hmm, that's also convenient. <laughs> you must have forgotten to do yours. Did you go back to Hadako's place after this? Oh, no. Does he, say, does he say shit? Yeah, if you go back, he's like, Oh damn, I must have forgot. I'm out of parts, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that they included that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so next up, we're gonna go to the Scramble Crossing. Talk to BJ, because he's there. BJ says, uh, is like talking to himself, and he says, Ugh, thought for sure it'd work. Neku says, let's see what he has to say. And when you go up to him, he's like sighing to himself. Joshua says, ahem. Go, oh, uh, what? Weren't you headed back to A East? Pauses and says, wanted to lose myself in the crowd for a bit, you know? Eminem's Lose Yourself starts playing in the distance. (laughs) (laughs) The moment. Spaghetti. Neku thinks to himself, can't say I do, actually. Joshua says, we just had a few questions for you. BJ says, look, what do you want? Joshua asks him about the mic and says, about the stolen mic. And BJ says, stolen? Please. Triple Seven's full of it. I'm sure you just left it someplace. Either way, you should have been watching our stuff. I hear you wanted that mic for yourself. So what if I did? Doesn't matter now. I don't need it anyway. Where were you yesterday at 2 p.m.? Oh, uh, I was, you know, uh, Dogenzaka, yeah, in, in line for that new ramen place. I heard Shadow the Hedgehog works there. <laughs> Why would I go to the phone booth by Molko? I don't even know it's there. Uh-huh. What, what? Just, just give me some space, would you? I want to spend some time alone. Of course, but first, take a look at this photo. What? How did... That's the phone booth near Moko, a.k.a. the phone booth of love, right? (laughs) Yeah, he just says, gah. Joshua says, isn't there some kind of urban legend? They say if you use this phone to confess your love, the other person will love you back. Why does Joshua just know everything? (laughs) Well, there's a reason for it. I know the reason for it. It's still just like... (laughs) It's such a bizarre experience to go through, and he's just like, here's this thing that hasn't been addressed to anyone ever. Mm-hmm. That's intentional, though. BJ says, oh, uh, really? I don't know who you called, but you were there yesterday. That much is fact. But I... You weren't in Dogenzaka. You were chatting up some tramp near Malko. She's not a tramp! Neku thinks, damn, Josh. Remind me not to take you off. BJ says, but you can't tell anyone about this. Okay, I was there yesterday. I made a call. Are you happy now? Joshua says, quite. You've been very helpful. Thanks. BJ says, ugh, I'm heading back to see Triple Seven. Hopefully he's found that stupid mic by now. Seriously, if you tell a soul, you're dead. Then he leaves and Joshua says, I don't think we're getting anything else out of him. Let's move on. So at this point, we can go back to the old Tipsy Toes Hall. 
and chat up triple seven and he says well if we haven't found it by now it's probably not turning up i'll go report it to the po joshua says not so fast which is short for pope <laughs> the, the the reaper's pope <laughs> uh-huh uh, after, so Josh... Well, that's, isn't that just kind of Kidanichi? <laughs> the Reaper's If you pope. think about it. Uh-huh. Uh, Joshua says, I think I've identified your thief. You serious? Neku says, wait, what? And Joshua says, eh, let's recap, hmm? The theft occurred yesterday at two. Triple Seven received a strange phone call. Pedro says, what phone call? Joshua says, meet me by Katui City. We need to talk. The microphone was stolen while he was away. Tinho says nothing. Joshua continues, according to 777's caller ID, the call originated at a public phone. Care to know who placed it? We have conclusive proof. Fiji says, uh, what? You guys aren't gonna... This photo shows... Neku? Neku says, what? I'm telling them? Uh, this photo tells it all. And then you get to pick one, which is great because you just... <laughs> Joshua puts together something in his head and just like, hey... Neku, do you? You get it, right? You, Neku, you know where it. I'm at, don't you? We haven't. This is the weirdest game of Phoenix, right? <laughs> uh, you show the photo that has BJ with a megaphone and the DS in his hand, <laughs> leaving the phone booth. And Triple Seven says, "Wait, BJ." BJ says, "I told you not to say anything." So it was you who called me. Joshua says, "Whoa, there! When did you get that call? Precisely, that is." Uh, let me check. Uh, One forty. Take a closer look at the photo. See? It was taken at 2.02. BJ used the phone. That much is a fact. But he wasn't calling you. BJ says nothing, and Joshua says, No, he was calling a lady friend. Hmm. To whisper sweet nothings in her ear. BJ cuts him off by going, Ah! Okay, okay, I admit. I told a chick I like her, and she completely blew me off. Happy now? Go ahead, laugh! And everyone laughs for a little bit too long. <laughs> Joshua says, deep breath, Beach." <laughs> I love that he calls him Beach. The best part is my brother's name is DJ, and I call him Deej. Good. <laughs> deep breath, Beach. This isn't the point of the photo. Look what's in BJ's left hand. Hmm? Is that a Nintendo DS? Uh, I thought it was, <laughs> yeah. What he actually I says. I thought DS Lite, personally. See, it looks like the old ones to me. Like, it's like, it, like, yeah, those it weird. Does. It absolutely Those weird right. edges. Anyways. Um, Mine? Okay. Did you have a launch DS? No, my first DS was the light. So I had a launch one, and everyone's DS, the hinges, like, open, and it kind of just, like, like, it clicks into place, but it doesn't make a loud sound. It just kind of, like, mm -hmm. uh, slides into place and then sticks there. Mine made a, dis from the jump, always made a distinct, loud <coughs> every time it moved between those two positions. Every time I opened my screaming. DS, it was like a man just started screaming at me. <laughs> Every time I opened my DS, a small woman came out and started singing about how in heaven everything's okay. Um, Joshua says, uh, well, Triple Seven says, hmm, is that a cell phone? And Joshua says, certainly looks like it, but not BJ's. I don't get it. Look at this photo. Would you do the honors, Neku? Uh, if you show the wrong one, Joshua says the, uh, the other photo. <laughs> uh, then... Uh, if you show the 155 one, the one that has the mic, Triple uh, Seven says, the one on the mic, what about it? Ignore the microphone. Look on top of the telephone. It's a smaller telephone. <laughs> it's that cell phone. Correct. It was there when BJ arrived. He saw it and took it. There's, there's a scene that's exactly like this in American Vandal. <laughs> where, Can't believe uh, it's just a ripoff of The World Ends With You. Where, because uh, the whole thing of American Vandal is that the kid is being accused of spray painting dicks on teachers' cars mm -hmm. because he frequently draws dicks on teachers' whiteboards. And the documentarian has a set of photographs that he's showing Dylan, the guy who's accused of it. And he's like, look, do you see the difference between these two pictures? The ball hairs. They're <laughs> completely different. Yeah, that's in the trailer. I've seen that. It's very so good. good. Anyways, the cell phone. Uh, Joshua says, correct. It was there when BJ arrived. He saw it and took it. Now, why would he do that? BJ says, because it belonged to... Wait a minute! Joshua says, you knew the owner. So you picked it up and returned it. And he gets a flashback to... Uh, the, like, I don't know, 20 minutes ago? Where, uh, -huh. uh when you first talked to 777, BJ says, Oh, Tinho, this your phone, bro? Tenno says, oh, snap. 
I found it. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I find that funny the second time, but not oh, the snap. first? <laughs> I love oh, it because it's like it's it's kind of ellipses after. It's like oh snap. <laughs> yeah, I love Dan Ho. Uh huh. BJ says I found it laying around, and we just saw this. He. Uh, BJ makes up a lie to say he found it in Spain Hill, but now we know that he just didn't want to admit he was in the phone booth. Mm-hmm. But we snap back! Huh? <laughs> oh, snap back to reality. There goes gravity. Triple Seven says Ten Ho, but, but BJ said he found the cell phone on Spain Oh. Joshua says BJ didn't want anyone finding out he got blown off, so he lied about where he found it. Well, I'd say this makes for an airtight case. Tenho left his cell in the phone booth. Question is, why? After a long pause, Tenho says, Sorry guys, it was all me. Triple Seven says, What? Why, man? Thought I'd stop you two fighting. Don't want to break us up, so... I just... Have you heard rumors? A breakup would be great for us! Greatest album of all time! <laughs> he says, Sorry, bro. Put you through a lot, huh? BJ says, Yeah, my bad, Tenho. I was out of line about wanting to do vocals. Triple Seven says, but that's all over now, right? We good again? BJ says, eh, I'm cool. Good, now let's have that mic, Tenho. Tenho says, it, uh, kind of got stolen. What? And and we flashback get... again. Tenho uh, is, like, narrating the flashback, and he says, I called Triple Seven from that phone booth. Once he left, I grabbed the mic. It's on my way to go hide it, but Triple Seven, I saw you coming back. I freaked and hid in the phone booth. I was just going to wait it out. Then you called me, saying the mic's been stolen, come meet me by Molko. So I stashed the mic in the phone booth. I must have left the phone in there, too. I checked in with you, but when I went back, the mic was gone. Snap back to Triple Seven, and he says, gone. Yeah, this was in there in its place. A megaphone? Some freaky stuff recorded in it. This is the first time I was like, oh, wait, I've seen that before. Uh-huh. I didn't even yep. clock it in the photograph. Yep. Uh, Mina Momoto's voice comes out of the megaphone and it says, Sign! Cosine! Tangent! Fucking amazing. Why? What a fucking legend. <laughs> Tenho's. They all say nothing until Tenho says, I'm sorry, guys. I just wanted us to stay together. I want to imagine that the megaphone keeps going off during this conversation. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Neku thinks to himself, that megaphone could only belong to one person. Joshua thinks, huh, fascinating. It seems the mystery runs deeper. Care to enlighten them, Neku? Tell them who really took their mic. No brainer. The guy who took the mic is... Uh, and then you can cut to... Yeah, you, ha- you have a couple different options, but um, the one that is correct is none of these guys. Mm-hmm. So Neku says, none of these guys. And then... We see, we get a flashback that details all of the events in, uh, in order. So at 1.40, Tenho makes the call to 777. And at 150, he's like, ah, shit. And he hides the microphone in the booth. And then uh, his phone rings with 777 on it. He just explained this. And then at 157, Mina Momoto <laughs> stumbles in. I love this. It's, I love his motivation, too. Uh-huh. He shows up, and he's like, hmm? Why, hello! This mic is Zeta sexy <laughs> Perfect for my opus! Here, we'll call it a trade! And he leaves his I megaphone. I love him! He's so good! And then at 2 o'clock, we see BJ crying. Yeah, at 2 p.m., BJ gets rejected and leaves. Uh, he grabs Tenho's phone. Tenho gets there at 2.10. And notices that the mic and his phone are gone, and he notices the megaphone flashback ends, and Triple Seven says, Great story, now where's our mic? Joshua says, Hmm, knowing him? In that junk heap over there. What? BJ says, Our baby is in that pile of trash? Triple Seven says, Start digging, boys. Where are we dropping, boys? Where are we dropping? Uh, after they run off to dig through a pile of trash, Tenho says, sorry to drag you guys into this. I cleared the wall. Go on. We'll manage from here. Joshua says, best of luck. And as if that wasn't enough of a day, uh, after you, you go through the wall to Utagawa, you get, well, before you get to Utagawa, you get to Shibu. Shibu Q Heads? Shibu Q Heads. Great. Which I think is a store. Beat is there. He is. And he says, got you, punks. Uh, Neku says, an exclamation point. 
Hope you brought your A-game today, yo. Beat, don't do this. I don't want to fight you. Begging won't work, yo. Look, I have to win for Shiki too. So would you please go away? Shut it. Let's just do this. So you have to drop the beat. Ha! <laughs> but you, you, you can't. It's the same as last time. You fight him a little bit, and uh, then it ends, and Neku is winded, and he thinks to himself, Ugh, that's about all I've got. Yo, 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 you even try and hit harder. I barely felt that. Man, y'all are stale. Next time, at least put up a fight. Joshua says, whew, that was pretty close. Neku says nothing. He's serious. He must really not like you. Neku says nothing but thinks. I can see him hating me. Why are I Shiki too? You really all Reaper now? Hmm? What's this, Neku? And he holds up the bell pendant that we've seen before. When, what, that rhyme had, briefly. Neku says, a pendant, and thinks this was rhymes. And then he says, Beat must have dropped it. I guess so. Neku thinks he's no genius, but he must have had a reason to join him. It meant a lot to him. I should return it. So, there's a cutscene not in this script that oh. I got when I played the game. It's in the scramble. Um, if you go there after BJ leaves, there's a businessman who's, like, bragging about how everyone's wearing these red cat pins. Um, yep. The, the, the red skull ones that we've seen before and everyone's wearing them. Neku's like, ah, we did that, actually. <laughs> and, I don't know, there's this weird thing where he's like, oh, the... Joshua explains that two th Joshua explains two things that are important. One, that the composer makes all the pins, and it's like, oh, this looks a lot like the player pin that you have, or one of the player pins that you have, uh, Neku. And he explains that Cat Cat made the this design that's in the real world, but the composer makes the pins. And Neku's like, does that mean the composer and Cat are the same person? To which I loudly groaned <laughs> for reasons. Don't worry about it. And then also when Joshua, I don't remember the, the, what starts the conversation, but Joshua explains that the Reapers can be seen in the, in the RG, just you don't see their they wings. They just don't have powers. Yeah, yeah, and you don't see their wings, but they can show their wings in the UG, and that's where their power comes from. I can't remember if it's in that cutscene or in the next one, but there's also a discussion about Cat where Joshua's like, oh, yeah, you know, Cat has the whole, like, do what you want when you want thing, right? And Joshua thinks to himself, like, yeah, and I used to live by that, but now I'm not so sure. Like, he's, he's growing. Yeah, but now I'm dead, so I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, you get to Utagawa, and oh, I guess that is in this scene. Joshua says, no Utagawa well, Neku? Yeah, I used to come here after school. With your friends? Please, I don't do groups. I never met anyone fun to be around. <laughs> Me neither. Seems we have a lot in common. You know, Neku, Shibuya is a lot like you. Cut off. Where did that come from? UG is split into the UG is split into different areas. Shibuya is just one of them. Just like it's only one part of the world at large. Each UG area has unique rules. Can't travel between them. Mr. H told you all that? No, so you know about our conversations. Neku says nothing. Joshua says, As I was saying, every area has its own rules. They never meddle with each other. Sound familiar? Neku says, that could apply to anyone. Maybe so. As long as we all have our own worlds, people will never really understand each other. Right? They're them, and I'm me. Talking to them gets me nothing. I thought I'd never respected anyone until I saw Cat's mural and discovered a new philosophy. Do what you want, how you want, when you want. Was it? Yeah, it blew me away. Cat was living the life I always wanted to, but never thought I could. Finally, someone who gets me, I thought. Enjoying the moment about... Enjoying the moments about freedom. I just need to do my own thing like Cat. Forget about other people and just enjoy my life. Absolutely. Who needs other people's values? It's easier to just live by your own rules. Yeah. And then Neku thinks to himself. But I don't feel that way anymore. Since coming to the UG, reading people's minds. Shibuya is full of people with just as many viewpoints. Mr. H said the world ends with me. To expand my world, I have to... Learn to look farther, not write off other people's values as inferior. Maybe I had it backwards. Maybe I need to open up to really enjoy... Yoo-hoo! Neku! I do like the idea that he's just been... Says yeah, uh -huh. and then just... Like... Just holds his head for like... Ten minutes. <clears throat> uh, but Neku says nothing after that. Well, we may be stuck in Shibuya. But you can still see a fair ways. How do you suppose that is, Neku? 
Why show us what we can never reach? Neku says nothing again. Then Merle... Merle. <laughs> that mural you mentioned is up ahead, right? The signal's coming from that direction. Let's take a look. As you start walking towards it, you see Mina Momoto. Mina Momoto says, What voice should we do for him? Ah, fucking... Uh, Three is the point of the one. Joshua has an exclamation point. Four, the 159, R2. Neku also has an exclamation point. And he says, hey, it's... Joshua says, shh, let's see what he's up to. Mina Momoto says, six, five, three, five, eight, nine, seven, nine, three, two, three, eight, four, six, two, six, four, three, three, eight, three, two, seven. And perfect. Soon, soon I'll have my desired solution. Then he leaves. Neku says, what was that all about? Just said a bunch of fucking numbers. <laughs> Joshua. None of them are. It's not even the lost numbers. Yeah. Those are the numbers I like. What is this like? Some sort of cell phone cipher? Uh. Neku. Oh, yeah. So Neku says, what is that all about? Joshua says, this is. And they're looking at what he was, was looking at, which is like some. Mur- it's not a mural. It's just like. I mean, it looks like a summoning Street circle. Art. It's a summoning circle. Uh. Neku says, vandalism? He drew it just now, right? More of his loony art. I wonder. My phone's responding to it. To the scribbles? Thought you were looking for the Shibuya River. I am. Uh, I don't see any rivers. Thank you, Neku. What is this? Considering the artist, it can't be anything good. Well, should we erase it? He'll know. Besides, it could be a trap. Let's leave it for now. Neku thinks to himself, now's the best time. If I take him to where I was lying on the ground... And then he says, uh, hey. But Joshua cuts him off and says, say, Neku. Uh, uh, what? I'd like to check over by that mural. Do you mind? Uh, sure. And he thinks, that weasel beat me to it. What's he need over there? Uh, and nearby, also seemingly coming in to this area, uh, is our old friends Uzuki and Karia, the Hot Topic Reapers. And mm-hmm. Uzuki says, ugh, finally. Karia says, deep breath, girl. Don't give me that. Why'd those two brats have to show up? They're so in the way. Why can't Math Man just let me erase them? Ugh, anyway, what the heck was the GM doing here other than thinking up missions to not give? Zuki, get on the horn with HQ, now. What? Why? That's a taboo noise refinery signal. That? The polarity's reversed. (laughs) I never knew what they looked like. So the GM's gone maverick? This is the source of the taboo noise? Not quite. This sigil still hasn't been used. There must be another source. Still, we saw him draw it. That's pretty strong evidence he's behind it all. Do you smell that, Karia? Promotions? Glory! I'll pass. Instead of buying me that bowl of ramen, you can just take care of the report for me, I... What, you're too lazy to even claim credit? Something like that. Besides, I may have another mystery to unravel. Eh, that's the last we see of them for this day. Uh, we go back to Neku and Joshua at the mural, and Joshua says, Impressive graffiti. Neku says, It's cats. This is my favorite spot. And then he thinks, And the spot where I died in your head. Wait, I assumed I was looking at your memories, but couldn't it have just been easily your imagination? But I saw it doesn't prove anything. It could have had nothing to do with... It's a strange line considering what happens next. Uh, Joshua Mm -hmm. says, Still with me, Neku? Uh Uh-huh. You spaced out. Oh, sorry. You're giving me deja vu. What? And then he thinks, deja vu? From when? Did you really see me die? Were those scans really of... Was that my death? I have to know for sure. One more scan. So you do the one more scan. Mm-hmm. You see a cutscene. What do you see? What do you see in that one, you huh? You see a little cutscene. A little bit of just, uh, you know, just visual storytelling. No dialogue. Got nothing to read. Mm, bummer. <laughs> uh, oh, what's wrong with taking the back streets, Neku? Uh, well, Neku is looking at the mural. He's having a grand old time. Then around the corner runs Joshua. He's got a gun. Uh, he sees That old classic the- song, Joshua's Got a Gun. Yeah. Then you uh, hear a gunshot. And you see that Joshua's gun is smoking and then Neku falls to the ground. F in the chat. Neku thinks, uh, it was here. Something wrong, Neku? He 
He killed me. Hello? Neku says, I'm here. Just a little dizzy. Fine. Good. Let's get a move on. Or, let's move on. Nothing else to see here. Ugh, this tracker's leading us in circles. Did Mr. H give me a dud? Neku thinks, how can he act so normal around a guy he killed? He sought me out as a partner. Hell, why'd he kill me at all? What did I do? Did he know me when I was alive? I didn't know him. Random homicidal impulse? Ugh, he must have had a motive. Too many questions. One thing's for sure, though. I'm partnered to my killer. New buddy cop comedy coming to theaters mm. near you. The fourth day, pinned, chapter closed. Great. What a twist! A twist! Where are you on the internet, Joe? Twitter.com slash ghost of Joe, ghost of J-O. Uh, and I make a couple other podcasts, such as Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, which is a show where every Wednesday, my friend Caitlin and I just talk about a random Fallout Boy song until we do them all, or die, whichever comes first. Uh, and you can find them on the same network as this show, The Orange Groves Podcast Network. You can find all the shows on the network at theorangegroves.com. Let's go check one out. Where are you on the internet, Wheels? Twitter.com slash TheTravisW and a podcast called Very Random Encounters, where some friends and I play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as much as is possible. We're currently playing Root. It's very fun. That show is called Very Random Encounters. Check it out. You don't need to be caught up on the backlog to join in. All you have to do is start on any episode that has number one at the end. Uh, what else is there to plug? You can follow this show on Twitter at MemorizeCast. You can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash MemorizeCast to get episodes early, monthly bonus episodes, and some other stuff at higher tiers. Um, you can also join the Discord for the show. Um, and the link to that is in our pinned tweet on Twitter, along with our email, which is memorizedcast at gmail.com. I think that's it. The music's from, from the game. And I, I don't know. 10-4. <laughs> that was week two, day four of the Reapers game. Got, Got it. Memorized. 10-4.